y'all. Welcome to Attack of the Queer Wolf. I'm Nay. I'm Mark. I'm Michael. Hello. Hi, hi. Hi. And tonight we're coming to you straight from the island of Lesbos. (gasps) What am I doing here? I know. Well, I (laughs) hope you're ready to exfoliate every single inch of your body. (laughs) Oh, boy. I've got sand everywhere. (laughs) Yeah. That's what's happening. Mm -hmm. It's deep in them crevices. And every single one. Yes. Yeah. Hi. Well, welcome. Hi, my name's my, my I feel like <laughs> if I was on the island of Lesbos, I would have to take on some kind of drag name. Like it would be like some like it hot. And because of the beach and because like you said exfoliation, uh, I choose uh, my name to be a Sandy Crevice. <laughs> nice. And mine was, I was thinking mine was Sandy Badge. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right to the point. Yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah. Oh. But as an actual lesbian, I don't need a drag name for the island. No, you really so. don't. No. Nay, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Hi. Do we pass? Do you? <laughs> and do either of you have like a fake name that you use anywhere? Like you know how like Phoebe on Friends, for instance, was Regina mm-hmm. Falange, mm-hmm. and uh, Karen on Will and Grace was Anastasia Beaverhausen. <laughs> what was uh, Lucy Ricard? Uh, something McGillicuddy. Oh, was oh yeah. yeah. His name was McGillicuddy. <laughs> yeah, and George Costanza's oh, was right. Art Vandalay. Oh yeah, yeah. I actually do have a fake name. You do? Um, it's actually it's the name of the lead character in Animorphs. It's Jake Bernstein. Oh, okay, because huh. it, it sounds normal, so no one thinks about it. When I was in Palm Springs, I had a fake name plan because I went by myself recently. Okay. If anyone asked me, I was gonna just like make okay. up, make up <laughs> stuff. I was gonna make up like oh, wow. a whole different persona for me while I was there. So no Michael. one, no, okay. no one asked me. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. So, uh, <laughs> and th- oh, this is producer Brennan, by the way. But you Hi, can Brennan. call me Jake. Hi, producer <laughs> Brennan. Hello. Call you what? Jake. <laughs> okay, yeah. I don't have a fake name. Mm-hmm. However, if I'm like at a bar or somewhere where I don't really care if the person knows my name or not, if they call me something that's not my name, I just say yeah. They're like, "What was it, Ray?" I'm like, "Uh huh." Yeah, that's no what I do at Ray. Starbucks. Never gonna talk like, to you yeah, again. Yeah, because I'm just like, whatever. Like, I don't even want to get into this with you. So I'm like, "Yeah, sure, that's my name." <laughs> yeah, I've been there. I mean, today at Starbucks, I was like, "Yep, Omar, that's me." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, they couldn't get Mark right. I, I don't know if it's uh, just I, I don't know. I don't know. All right, Omar. Yeah. That was Omar's a great name. It's a great name. Yeah. It's true. Sexy. It's just not it's Mark. A sexy name. It's better than Mark. Oh, well, that's true. I like the name Mark. Oh, okay. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. I like all your names. Thank you, huh? including you, Ernie. <laughs> he looked so genuinely touched. <laughs> yeah, she was like, really Ernie, we love you. I love Ernie. Yeah. We need to have an episode where Ernie partakes. Ernie, you're going to be guest one of these nights. Yeah. It's going to be so bomb. And you know, we need to have our great theme writer. Oh, yeah. You need to Von bring um, yeah. Kiss on oh, yeah, yeah. and y'all can be the guests and that would be dope. Oh. Yeah. Um, okay. pick, a, pick a movie. Yeah. Yeah, I bet Vaughn could pick something wild. And also, Ernie, I'm thinking you must know so many things because you listen to so many people talk all the time. So is all the industry <laughs> secrets. Yes. Okay. That's so exciting. I wanted you to be like, oh, I'm not listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I don't care what well, you say. What have y'all been uh watching this last week? Anything? Uh, I watched the first episode of the Adnan Saeed documentary on HBO. Yeah. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I don't get the point of it because it's not, I mean, it's only been one episode, but I guess it's 
interesting, excuse me, interesting to, um, I just did like a silent burped in my microphone. Couldn't help it. It smells Um, like uh, suntan oil. Yeah. Coconut (laughs) LaCroix. It was, it's cool to like see the people in his life up close and personal and like their intimate spaces and to like, you know, you see the pain his parents are going through. But as far as the case goes, I didn't feel like we learned really any new information. But it was cool to it was really cool to put like faces to the voices you heard on serial. Um the first episode kind of just goes over um him and um I'm blanking on her name, the victim's name. But kind of like how they're the genesis of their relationship as a couple. And then it the first episode ends like on like her murder essentially. So I don't know. I think there's only like three or four more. I think they're just dropping every week, like a traditional show, but um, yeah, I'm going to keep watching, see what it's like. I I have mixed feelings. I I go back and forth. Like I'll, I'll be like, Oh, he's totally innocent. And then I'll watch or hear something. I'm like, Oh yeah, he totally did it. Um, But I do feel he never, if he did it or not, he never should have even the case never even should have gone to court because they didn't have enough of anything. I think to, even try him, let alone convict him. But uh, yeah. So and uh, yeah, been on pain pills the last two days. So I've done a lot of like <laughs> looking at things. So I was watching a movie yesterday. I realized I was looking at a painting for forty-five minutes. Okay. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. <laughs> so yeah, I don't even know how I got here. <laughs> oh, you're looking in a mirror. Oh. <laughs> what about you, Mark? Did you watch anything? Um, I watched uh, this Ken Russell movie from the early 70s called The Devils. Mm. I hadn't seen it since college, but I watched it again. And it's not available on DVD or streaming. It was streaming on Shudder briefly two years ago. Um, but for anyone, for the uninitiated, it features um, – uh, crush emeritus Oliver Reed in mm-hmm. 17th century France as this progressive father hunky mm. <laughs> who has like these super kind of progressive views on oh. like sex and marriage or whatever mm-hmm. and does like the height of the plague and Vanessa Redgrave plays the mother superior of this the local convent uh, who is uh, she's a hunchback nymphomaniac <laughs> virgin who is so Horny. She is so horny <laughs> that, that she has the most deranged, baroque sexual fantasies about Jesus, about wow. oh, I need to get Father Oliver so Reed. It really does. I got a, Do you own it? I got a bootleg DVD. Yeah. Nice. Girl, that's even better. All right. And, um, and it's like a pristine dub of a UK. Don't, piracy is bad, but I mean, you know, like it's not like I didn't search high and low for, right. you know, a yeah, legit you copy. Did you literally can't really buy can't. it. So it's not really no. piracy because you're not preventing them from getting any money. Exactly. And, yeah. um, and she is so sexually obsessed with, uh, there's scenes this. where she like, she's so horny that she like will sneak into like a sewer to watch, uh, Oliver Reed, like preach or like walk down the street oh and she like whips herself while she like Damn, talks horny, horny. I feel seen. Okay. Oh my God. The, <laughs> the performance, the performance has to be seen to be believed. It's one of the most balls out crazy villain, <laughs> villain characters I've ever seen. Anyway, she's so horny for him and she's so angry of like what, uh, at what he conjures in her that, um, 
She basically sort of tries to get him burned at the stake. I'm not going to reveal. What genre would you classify this? I would horror call it at all a thriller horror. I mean, like, it's religio. Can we do horror? this as a live episode? So good. Yeah, I mean, we that actually could. Like a lot of fun. <laughs> we actually could. I mean, we we actually would be great. Um, it's if you want to see it, try to get a hold of the uncut version. Okay. It was originally rated X because it featured a scene of where the convent uh all the women lose their minds in in a sexual frenzy and there's a sequence called the rape of christ that has to be seen to be believed i need to see this yeah so now um, i'm horny yeah Yeah. (laughs) so uh so yeah so (laughs) the devils it's good it's one of ken russell's most Sounds like bomb. Legendary, yeah. <laughs> legendary, crazy movie. Like, I mean, there was a lot of there's a lot of nuns getting raped and like just the Ken Russell. Yeah, that doesn't move. sound great. Like, but. just like Lair of the White Worm has like a lot of that, and then, um, well, not Women in Love. Women in Love doesn't, but it has Oliver Reed wrestling mm. Alan Bates naked mm-hmm. on a bearskin rug in front of a fire. I've seen that. Inspiration. It mm. is a beautiful movie, and. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, that's what I've been watching. How about you, name? Um, oh my god, I started binging Queen Sugar. Oh. I hear that's great. Oh my god! Yeah, I love this show. Ooh. I, I guess because I, I mean, for the most part, if I like sit down on my computer, I'm either gonna watch The Office or look up a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Like for the most part, and mm-hmm. so I think I just hadn't watched a show with so many black people in so long, like a new show that I hadn't mm. seen before. And it was just had the most refreshing effect. Like I just, uh, it felt so good. And on top of that, I mean, however, actually at the same time, the issues that are brought up in the show are so stressful because they're so yeah. realistic. And I just, I found myself not crying every episode, but almost every episode, like bursting into tears. Wow. Yeah. It's powerful. Okay. Yeah. That's on own, right? I am watching it on Hulu, but yeah. I think the, the yeah, the episodes yeah, on is Def. Is that Tyler Def Perry? Oprah. No, nope. God, no. <laughs> no okay. Oh my God. It is Ava DuVernay. Okay. Yeah, it is okay. Ava. It's not because I knew he. I thought he did at least one like semi-serious show on that network. He probably has. Yeah, I'm like definitely not this show. Like because yeah. it's not just women trying to solve their problems with Jesus and a husband. Like, <laughs> that's what Tyler does. My favorite is um, the one. Oh God. What is it? It was like it was about fidelity and in, or rather infidelity. <laughs> Medea loses her virginity. <laughs> no, it was it was a non Medea side. It, it was a non Medea offering, <laughs> but I remember if memory serves, uh, the heroine has an affair. She gets HIV. Yes. Was yes. it Temptation Confessions of a Marriage Counselor? Uh, That's the maybe. whole name. That is. Wow. The I know exactly maybe. which one you're talking. But about. Yeah, yeah, the movie basically ends with her like barefoot penniless in a church you cheat on your hiv husband. positive yeah, you're gonna and her and wow. like as though that in and of itself is like uh as as though an hiv diagnosis is right uh you know the end of the line right absurd so or that if you yeah. commit infidelity you're that is just so disgusting and ill-informed. I hate that. <laughs> it's, it was, uh, it was like it. You know, it had. It's the type of movie where you 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 sort of find yourself turning it off and then like sort of wanting to check the calendar to make sure what year you're in. Yeah, I remember <laughs> yeah. someone did a Twitter thread on that movie, and I thought it was satire. Oh, 
<laughs> and so I like went and looked it up and I was like, holy shit, that's the plot of a movie. Mm. I can't. Yeah. And I think it starred like a big actress, right? Yeah. Is it like Taraji? Possibly. No, no. Oh, Tyler. Here. No. Hold on, was, I get this. We're going <laughs> to. My friend used to work on it. It was an actress. It was an actress who deserved a lot better. It. Um, my friend used to work on those movies. Well, he worked for Lionsgate, but. Uh, wasn't it? It was uh, uh, Journey Smollett Bell. Oh. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's right. It was like what she did like right after Friday Night Lights. Yeah, and Kim Kardashian has a, a role in it. <laughs> okay. Well, this movie is speaking for itself right now. <sighs> My friend said that he would like shoot his movies on his lunch break from his TV shows and he'd shoot them over like nine days. They would wow. shoot like 10 or 11 pages a day, but like in like an hour and a half. <laughs> Listen, I respect that kind of, that, I respect that level of like Roger Corman, like get it done type of like attitude. I get it. However. <laughs> However, was he filming more than one movie at the same time, not telling the actors that they were in this movie, but they're actually in that movie and then not paying them either. Because that is what... And then in the editing rooms, <laughs> tripping and spilling all of the raw footage from today's shoots. From different th- and then trying to piece them together from memory. And then screening them. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Oh. He's good are. in Gone Girl, though. He's real good in Gone Girl. I wish he would go, girl. Okay. Oh. <laughs> all right. He's good in that Thank movie, God. actually. You know what You're it's right. time for now, though, probably. <laughs> <laughs> La Yorona. Uh, thank you. Um, yeah. Here's your 20 bucks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, welcome to producer Brennan's La Llorona Corner. <laughs> he put it in his boobie. Um, anyway, this one's actually a double feature because both of the movies weren't interesting enough to talk about individually. Oh, wow. Um, but, you watched the first half of one and the second half of the other? That would be Oh, fun. no, I commit, Michael. I watched <laughs> I know all of do. each of them and they were, <laughs> they were longer than my preferred runtime of 86 minutes. Okay. Um, <laughs> Anyway, um, the first one is 2006's Kilometer 31, um, stylized KM31. Um, it's not a metric spinoff of 8 Mile, as you might assume. <laughs> but um, oh <laughs> it's basically... <laughs> Thank God. Okay. What about um, Mile 22? Oh, wasn't God, that a movie? It was. <laughs> last year, and I yeah. already forgot Mark Wahlberg, about right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can forget about that easily. Anyway, I, um, I black out every time I hear his name. Yeah, there's basically a specific <laughs> kilometer of this uh, highway that's going through the Desierto de los Leones, which is the Desert of the Lions. Um, but basically, a lot of like terrible car crashes occur, and it spoiler alert, I guess for like some midway spoiler point, like the road kind of runs along the same river where La Llorona drowned her I children a long time I ago. Knew it. I know, I knew it. River. But this movie is like she's just trouble. <laughs> <laughs> The the reason this movie exists <laughs> is that four years before I Gore Verbinski made The Ring, and uh, Rigoberto Castaneda, the director, was like, I could do The Ring. Oh. And <laughs> honestly, he wasn't 100% wrong. He was like 55% wrong. Okay. Um, because it's, it's a beautiful movie. It's really well executed. Um, there's a lot of really great um, scare gags that are very subtle. Like they play with shadow. Like, oh, they're, oh, I love that. Like the next hospital bed over, you see the shadow of a woman who isn't there. And it's very, you know, like classical kind of haunting stuff. And also there's a CGI ghost boy because of the grudge. Um, no, he's not CGI, but other stuff is CGI. And it's not 
it's not it's 2006 cgi it's not great um there is kind of a psychosexual love triangle between uh this girl her twin sister's boyfriend and this spaniard who's in love with her um and speaking of this spaniard he's played by the handsome man we alluded to last episode adria Mm. collado i will post pictures of him Mm -hmm. or as we call him here on queer wolf papa (laughs) (laughs) yes um he's not quite at his like poppy stage yet in this movie because it was he'll get there it's 13 years ago but he he is currently there and it's beautiful um yeah no it's it's like a totally fine movie it's a spin on like combining mexican folklore with j-horror and that's very interesting it's just in the style of a lot of j-horror doesn't make a lot of sense especially in the third act and it kind of falls apart um but i also watched the 2016 10 years later sequel (laughs) Um, Legacy sequel? (laughs) No, honestly, it is literally a direct sequel with most of the same cast members, same director, um, but just so much worse. It's called Kilometer 31 2, as if it needed to be more confusing. Jesus. Um, Our our boy, (laughs) Adria. Kilometer 32 is staring you right in the face. Call it that. It really, it's a mess. Our boy, Adria, has a small role. Um, La Garona shows up by water dripping backwards up, which is pretty cool, like out of a puddle. Um, scary. Mixing yeah. it up. No, that's a cool thing, but it's it's mostly... <laughs> it's like, I've done bathtubs, I've done faucets, I'm gonna, I've uh, done rivers. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> but puddles. What's so, a Yorona to do? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to up puddle this bitch. I know. She's got to reinvent. But, she reinvents herself. She really does. Um, and that's what I find most interesting actually about this marathon is that every single Yorona movie is different. And it makes sense because it's made by completely different people um, just based on the same general basic idea, more. which you can do anything with, which is, which is why it's been really interesting. Um, but this one's more of a, a hard-boiled detective movie because <laughs> um, it follows a detective character from the first one and he has to like reopen the case because seven children go missing from this neighborhood every seven years or some shit. <laughs> um, and <laughs> literally the, the, the working theory that the police have is, is that it's the work of someone, a group they have dubbed the seven missing children gang. <laughs> <laughs> Which just sounds like a like a children's book. It's like all very book. lazy. Is that like the <laughs> boxcar children? Yeah, it's <laughs> a lot to say. Yeah, and it, it just takes it takes way too long to discover the exact same shit as the first movie, and it's the same guy. So it's like you know, and also they just do a bunch of poltergeist ripoff shit with like we put a machine in the room and we're gonna look at it and it's gonna be real scary. Into it. <laughs> um. So that one kind of sucked, but the first one was fine. <laughs> all right. Anyway, how many how many remaining La Llorona features uh, remain on your endless. on your kill list? Um, inclu- uh, there are uh, okay, there are four more, and then there's the new one coming. out. I was going to say, is your goal to end with the new one? Yes, absolutely. Okay, oh, that was um, smart. And also, there is also the uh, Red Box ripoff of the new one that comes out a week before from so. the Asylum. Actually, no, it's a uh, film that was originally created in 2013 called Her Cry: The La Llorona Investigation. Um, it never got a release. Rolled my eyes. <laughs> And a production a production company picked it up. It was made by some like Texas theater owner who never really did anything with it. And they're like, we're gonna call it the La Llorona Curse instead of the Curse of La Llorona, and we're gonna make some really? money. Oh, I mean, okay. I'm I mean I'm gonna go see uh, you know Lindsay Weir versus La Llorona. <laughs> I'm ready. Yeah. yeah, I'm into it. I'm I'm a big I'm a, I'm I'm a Cardellini fan. Yeah, I'll watch that. Yeah, I mean I'm I can't stop now. I'm definitely gonna see it. Yeah. Can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> Don't want to stop. 
Oh, oh, I'm sad. <laughs> it was like all alone. It was like, I'm like, <laughs> fucking Aunt Becky over here. You're like trapped <laughs> in the room. Oh, oh, man. I, I, so, like, I felt like I was tripping, like, looking at headlines the other day, I going like, <laughs> Like Lori Laughlin <laughs> surrenders to FBI. Yeah, I yeah. can't wrap uh, my head around it. Hallmark Channel severs ties with Lori Laughlin. I was just like, Jesus. then when you like look at that, it's like she just cost so many people jobs because she had like stuff in development and like pre-production that her company was going to do. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. Can someone explain to me? Mm-hmm. Like, so her daughter takes pictures like she's on the crew team. So it was then Stanford like saying, oh, she's going to be on our crew team and we'll give her a scholarship for that. Like, is that the catch that her family was doing? I've or was it like extracurriculars? I have no idea. I, like, no can't, clue. No clue. I just know that a lot of money changed hands in order yeah. to 500 grand in their case. Uh, purchase uh, purchase admission. Wow. Because I assume uh, the, the kids on their own did not have the academic or right. extracurricular bona fides to, uh, acquire admission on their own. Yeah. I was reading an article and in, uh, on, in the thread, people that went to high school with her, with her were like, we always were wondering how she got into USC cause she was never in school. <laughs> wow. Like she didn't go to high school ever. Like, Oh my God. Cause she was doing her brand. I love this meme generation that is roasting this story right now. <laughs> I love it. It's I love so it every time like the internet starts roasting a particular thing through memes. But it, it feels so satisfying because I'm like, when was I an undergrad? Like 11 years ago, I remember always feeling sometimes with people saying things and sometimes me just assuming that's what they thought, but that people didn't think I deserved to be there Mm -hmm. Um, or -hmm. that like I got in because of affirmative action or whatnot. And it's like, we all, this, it's not a surprise that like rich people were paying for their kids to get into college. Like no one is shocked by that. Right. (laughs) Jared Kushner. Yeah. (laughs) Like, (laughs) oh my God, rich people paying to like have, get their way. I'm I'm shocked. Conveniently, Put $1.5 million into the school's trust the right. year before their kids. At it's the like school. no one thought George W. Bush right. like, got Went into to two yeah. Ivy League schools yeah. because he's like, really, no, that's not what happened. Right. So, like, no, it's not shocking, but I love these memes that are happening, roasting it. And I also love the larger conversation that's happening about like poor, poor folks, especially poor black and brown folks who have like gone to jail for listing the wrong address. So their kid could go to like the school that they, of their choice, the better school, like all of these things that are coming up, whether it's like people of color and affirmative action, I just love all the conversation that's happening on the side of being like, Oh yeah, we're talking about this like high scale scandal, but like, let's, here's a meme with the picture of not a meme, I guess, but like, here's a, here's a picture of a woman who, has been in prison for five years because she was homeless and put this address so her kid can go to this school. And it's right. just like five years. Yeah. And it's, I love it. I not, I don't love that situation. I love this conversation that's happening. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Xavier, who was on the show. Yeah. He was talking about how like for him, he's had instances where like the default setting for people when they see him in like in USC film school is that he didn't deserve to be there because mm-hmm. of the color of his skin. Mm-hmm. And it's just like the whole, it, it, it's, it's a mess and it's funny you know, right, yeah. but at the same time, it is definitely opening up a conversation that has needed to be had for a really long time. And then did you see today that 
a mother um, whose son had a 4.2 GPA, really great test scores and stuff, like didn't get, get into a lot of these schools that are being talked about. She's suing them for $500 million. She's suing Felicity Hoffman. She's Holy suing Lori Loughlin. She's suing the guy that was tied to STX. She's going after the big people because she's like, it's not a coincidence. My son who had the achievements didn't get into these schools. Like, just think about how many lives were probably ruined by this. Like, Damn. you know what I mean? So this woman is like, I got you. And I'm, I read, was reading it and I was like, good for fucking her. Like, I never once thought about any of them getting sued. And now I'm like, holy yeah. shit. That mean I bet a lot more people do the same thing. That makes sense. Wow. Yeah. And then Lori Laughlin's daughter was on a yacht when <laughs> the story broke with like one of the board members of USC. <laughs> Like her friend is dad is a board member at USC, well, and she was like well. on his lot when on his yacht when the story broke. I demand a one act play. <laughs> the yacht, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Olivia Jade in the yacht. Anyway, wow. Well, thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, I'm just like so confused. Like, what were they doing? Like, photoshopping them onto like soccer fields, and like, is this college recruiting them to play soccer without seeing? I I don't get it. No, I think that I I like about the resume. Certain cases that that would be the sort of the the um the the red herring. It's not the right term, but like the thing that would like enable them to acquire admission, even though they would never play. It's so interesting. Oh. Yeah. Uh, it's like an even bigger fuck you to people who, like, I don't know, even do get in on a sports scholarship. Right. Like, oh yeah, my, my sister went to college on a volleyball scholarship and, like, she had to do a lot of work to make that happen. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> totally. Like, anyway. Volleyball is bomb, by the way. I played so, it in college. I fucking love volleyball. <laughs> I played in so middle fun. school and high school. I coached it. Cute. Back before I moved here. I've been looking for like pickup games in LA for volleyball. That's fun. And that would be something I'm into. Hit it to Carrie. She'll blow it. (laughs) 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 Don't blow it, Carrie. Hit it. (laughs) Oh, Carrie. Oh, my God. Every time I see volleyball, though, on like in a scripted show Mm -hmm. or movie, I'm always angry because it's so bad. It's like not real volleyball. Like that scene in Top Gun. Get out of my face. You watched that scene for the volleyball? Yes. <laughs> You're like, that was out of bounds. It was a lift. It was you a double hit. Nerd. He touched the net. Like, oh my like, God. And the net was too low. Oh, touching Get the me nets. Paramount on the phone <laughs> right now. Get me the cruise. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, well. We're talking about a movie today, right? Back to we? this island that we're on. <laughs> Sand in our cracks. Yeah. Right, right. My name. It's really irritating. <laughs> my name is Sandy Crevis. <laughs> Sandy Crevis. Uh, hi, Sandy. Oh, my God. What if hi. I just like. Cool story. So my last name is Beaver, right? So at first I was like, what if I just said Sandy Beaver? Like that, you know. Into it. But then I was thinking, I mean, my mom used to tell this joke, like as you the Sandys. Okay, y'all are so gross. Um, <laughs> my mom used to just, like dab. tell this joke. Yeah, Dab. She'll be like, I almost named my kid Harry. My kids. I have a brother, Harry and Rosie. 
ha 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 so that it would be like Harry Beaver and Rosie Beaver. And I remember I used to like laugh Oof. and then when I got older and I was like, bitch, Rosie? Like what? Like <laughs> <laughs> Rosie Beaver? Like I don't know. Like I just I feel like I can't ask the questions I really want to ask because I just, you know, like I'm just not going to ask them. Yeah, I've never heard of but, it. Yeah, what's a Rosie, Rosie Beaver? I don't know. I think that's what Carrie got in that first scene. True. Oh, that could be one. That's true. Or also uh, just like Maybe, <laughs> maybe uh, when blood rushes to people's genitals. That does happen, I've heard. Ro- yeah, that's a thing, right? I don't know. Impossible. Rosie. <laughs> Rosie, sweetie. Well, speaking of Rosie. Come here, little Rosie Beaver. Well, let's, there's um, a lot of Rosie really Beaver in tonight's okay. motion pictures. <laughs> in this film that I love so much, Mark, thank you for being like, we need to talk about Vampiros Lesbos. Oh my god. Mm. As close as you can get to a screensaver. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Uh, uh, Love it. We don't have a trailer, do we? I have this. Oh, play it. Mm. Mm -mm 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 -mm. That's about all you get. Yeah. Wow. Into it. All right. Yeah. So. What was the year? The year was 1971. It was. What? You know what I meant to look up was how many, like how many films had Jess Franco made before Vampiros Lesbos? Um, I believe like, like where, five, maybe. I, out I, of like the hundred and what, 60, 190? Yeah, I'm like, making 195. Yeah. So this was super early. Yeah. Let's see. His, his peak years. I actually have that here somewhere. <laughs> oh, peak um, years. Yeah, so he completed. Uh, well, no, that's not true. Actually, six, he made he made well, like, a, like forty or fifty before then, right? Yeah, you know what? Damn. If you make a hundred and fifty movies in your career, yeah. Yeah. you definitely <laughs> and you start in nineteen sixty. You know, fifty eight, fifty nine. So he started. He made his first film at twenty nine. Well, in seventy one alone, he made six, and then he made seven in seventy two, and then he made eleven in nineteen seventy three. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. no wonder he would be doing them at the same time and like yeah. not telling people yeah. <laughs> that's what he was yeah. doing. So did you know that? No, I didn't. So not. Jess Franco, the director yeah. would literally like have an actor come in, they'd film their death scene and then he would shoot it in a different way. So they'd film two death <laughs> scenes and like the actor, like one performer after a while grew suspicious and demanded to know why he'd been called upon to play two different death scenes in the same afternoon. And Franco would tell him stuff like, oh, well, this movie's meant to be like a dreamlike, so it doesn't, it shouldn't make sense because the movie is like a dream and dreams don't make sense. Just Franco's scam queen. Yeah, so like yes. in truth, he would pilfer scenes from one project while shooting another. Um, but like he was charming enough that the actors would get mad and then be like, you know what? And like, in fact, a mogul, like a Swiss mogul named Erwin Diederich, who was like his money man for a while. He'd go through like money men at, at like, like big chunks of time. bridges. Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I believe it. He discovered that Franco had used money and actors from one of his productions to shoot a similar movie 15 miles down the coast <laughs> at like the same time. And this mogul found him so charming that he re- like when asked about it, he goes, well, at least he gave me the good one. So like oh that's God. the way he looked. <laughs> hey Zeus the scammer. Kind of like you know what? Like, get it, Jess? Wow. I mean, I'm. It's. I mean, no wonder he's been compared to Ed Wood. I mean, it's yes. more, more than just because he has a tenuous grip on. It's like sort of basic storytelling. <laughs> well, and someone once asked him like, what, 
was like his least favorite thing about making movies. And he said, none, <laughs> I don't like any of my movies because none of them are any good. Okay. But have the nerve so, to make so many. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? like, okay. So, but he always like secretly wished he had made his like Citizen Kane, I guess, when he Damn. died. That was like one of his like biggest regrets. God, putting that in perspective, like with him making so many films and just like his, which I don't know his vibe, but what I imagine his creepy vibe to be. I'm from like, Mamet. Exactly. From <laughs> Mamet, the creepiest person For the uninitiated, yeah. <laughs> um, Jess Franco plays Mamet in Vampiro's Lesbos, a character who is a combination bellboy slash. Rosary holder slash. Rosary, <laughs> rosary enthusiast <laughs> slash. Uh, Concierge. Slash basement torturer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's really, it's, it's, it's a multi-pronged. Uh, set of of it's it's like how dare you make dom tops look creepy like that that's just rude no <laughs> um but he was known for being charming i mean i can't from what these I mean, people he must have, must have buttered he, people yeah, right. I mean, to be able to make he 195 films and like so i guess what he would do is he would like find somebody to finance him and he would use their financing until they hated him <laughs> but it was always for like pretty big stretches at a time. Huh. Like one of them was nine years long wow. until he burned that bridge. So you think about it, nine years, he made probably 90 movies. <laughs> wow. He averaged nine films a year across his career based huh. on how, when he started till how many through how many he made. <laughs> nine wonder, a year. Do you guys have uh, shady summaries for this movie? It's not shady, but I do have a little summary. What about you? I have a little summary. It's probably not shady enough. Uh, well, mine is, which is just like the overwhelming feeling feeling that kept kept coming up for me while watching this, and it was Vampiros Lesbos, an ode to how perfect women fucking women is. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean. And I know we're talking about like murder and all kinds of things, so like perfect, eh, but like also perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, mine is just really puffy boobs and dream dream state <laughs> sex. <laughs> Puffy boobs. Yeah. That's- All the nipples were like engorged and ignored. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, ingo- like there were some I'm angry like, nipples. Why aren't movie. anyone? Come on, get the nips. Yeah. They're ready. Was- I feel that. Yeah. I feel that. Get the nips, please. Mine. Right? Mine are so get sensitive. I'm like- okay, Michael. <laughs> uh, mine. For mine was um, Bram Stoker's Dracula, as performed by. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm already laughing because I, it's going to be great by the crew and guests of Lindsay Lohan's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I just halfway through the movie, like <laughs> sorry, I got Barking. a coughing fit. Um, I halfway through the movie, um, Soledad Miranda, who plays. First of all, there's a vampire called Nadine in this Nadine. movie. <laughs> like, Nadine the vampire. And then Linda Westinghouse. Linda, Linda we- my name is Linda Westinghouse. <laughs> like, amazing name, by the way. Know, did anyone know she's supposed to be playing a lawyer? I never I picked she up on that. at a firm, but I didn't know that she was the lawyer. Yeah, according to some, like... Recaps I read that she was a lawyer. Yeah. But anyway, Mark. I just started calling. So uh, Nadine at one point. Nadine. I, Nadine the vampire. I started. Countess Nadine. I started. I forgot her name halfway through the movie. And I just started calling her uh, Dracula Lohan. Uh, yeah. Nate's face. Yeah. 
bitch. Oh my god, this is how you throw a party in Mykonos, bitch. <laughs> 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 you Lohan, yes. Oh, yeah. fuck, that's uh, good. I love Lindsay Lohan. Dracula. Oh my god. How about I mean, like speaking of I mean I'm I mean I don't want to like cast aspersions, but I mean there's something <laughs> scammer esque about her club. I don't know. That shit shut the down whole... the minute they took those cameras. <laughs> really closed down? Is that true? Yes. That shit was emptier than fucking I don't even know. As soon as those cameras were gone, that place was had tumbleweeds blowing through it. I'm sorry, but like watching the movie last night and like the very that weird like floor show Wurlitzer kind of mirror and candelabra thing, I was just like Dracula hand. This is just like I I Lindsay Lohan. Oh my god. So yesterday when Instagram and Facebook were down for like twelve hours, she was like tweeting oh, yes, to Donald like- Trump about being hacked by the Russians. <laughs> She was like, Instagram, get in touch with me. <laughs> she <laughs> she, she that. lives in her own world. Mm-hmm. The alternate Isn't sure that universe. She kidnapped a Syrian child. She tried to. Oh. Wow. Like in Moscow? She thought she was rescuing it from Dear God. parents. So either one of two th- So what she was doing one of two things. She was oh, trying man. to kidnap a child or she was being extremely racist. Okay, well, fine. <laughs> a little bit of this, Do we have a little bit of that. <laughs> Liz. Is there like a Venn diagram kind of situation? Did you ever see the video? There's video. No. Yeah. It's oh like my this God. homeless family. No, Michael. And she was like trying to take the child. No, I can't. <laughs> While also speaking a really horrible language. Like she was trying to speak, forget what language, but she was, it was like, she was pretending to speak it. No. Fame is a hell of a drug. Yeah. I was just thinking, I'm like the alternative universe that rich people live in. It's Mm -hmm. just like, wow. Okay. Anyway. I was. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I, Dina, her mother, Dina was on Wendy Williams. Oh, really? Yeah. Recently. And. Like talking about like her new bow that she met on Instagram. <laughs> oh yeah, it was. At, the other, like, it was four on years. in a waiting room. I was waiting for an appointment, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Why is this on?" I'm angry. Don't look at me like that. you were interning at the show. <laughs> <laughs> my day job. <laughs> oh my god, fetching. Fetching coffee for Wendy. Williams. I used to fucking love Wendy when I was in grad school and uh, had a weird schedule that meant meant that I could like watch that in the middle of the day i wanted to i was in grad school in boston i wanted to go down to new york for a taping so bad yeah. how you doing how you doing i had an ex that really liked her so we'd watch it and it's it was highly entertaining anytime i watched that show yeah. but that was like nine years ago yeah i'm like high key over it like yeah. i would not yeah, yeah. not happening God, she, you know she had a shelf life she, a, a shelf life. she talked about her boyfriend on celebrity big brother and she had never seen him in person. I don't know. I, I just know that it like drove me to like suicidal depression. Like I was just like, do you know, like sometimes you see things and you're just like, you're this like already it. like, you're already like a little bit like, all right, no, mm-hmm. we're not going to give in to the blues today. And then mm-hmm. you see like, I met him on Instagram. Oh my God. And Dina he's really Lohan. down to earth. And you just like, just like, I just want to, like, I just want to. Damn Dina. I can't picture her. Damn, damn Dina. Damn Dina. I, all, for some reason, whenever she popped, if like someone says her name, I only can imagine her sitting at a bar, a TGI Fridays bar alone, drinking Long Island iced teas. That's <laughs> like how I picture her. Oh God. See, damn. that's the thing. Like, that's just, it's, 
or like fame, a Fuddruckers fame or something. Is, fame is a terrible. <laughs> Fame is a terrible thing to happen to people and families. Like they mm. might have had a perfectly yeah. Poor Lindsay had no chance, honestly. That upbringing. Oh God. Well, I'm now ready I feel to bad. ruin some lives. Okay. <laughs> now I feel now bad. I don't. I feel bad now. No, don't. God, she's she's had a lot of chances. Don't feel bad. You br- literally brought up the best thing I've ever heard, which is Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's making a lot of people happy. I will go. Uh, I will. Go on to predict right now that that will be what is tweeted most at us when <laughs> this episode drops. <laughs> and please, someone make a Dracula oh. hand picture. Thank you. Yes, please, someone do. <sighs> this is how well. You throw a fucking party in Mykonos. Okay. Um, oh my god! Uh, so, I, uh, what happens in this Leslie fiasco? I mean, I feel like <laughs> Leslie Fiasco, my stage your, name. Your stage name. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Coming straight to you from Leslie Fiasco. Uh, I am both. Uh, I think to me, what is most striking, I know I already mentioned how perfect it is when women fuck women, <laughs> but the kind of hysteria that happens when they're like fiending for Nadine mm-hmm. and the writhing and the moaning and the oh coming and the, the like, just how distraught. Yes. They are. It's like pain and orgasm at the same time. Yeah. And I know we talk a lot about what people will do for the D Mm -hmm. or like what anyone will do for like the good sex that they want. And this movie is like no different. But what people will do for the Nadine. (laughs) Nadine. Oh, okay. What people will do for the Nadine. Right. (laughs) Losing their shit. But also it made me think so much about, and everyone probably has or Actually, I was going to say hopeful, and then I'm like, actually, that's none of my business. But I feel like a lot of people have a moment where they finally start having the kind of sex that they want to be having, hopefully. Mm. Whether it's like, oh, like, I'm a queer person, and I was not having queer sex. Mm. Or, like, I wasn't having consensual sex, and now I am. Like, whatever the case may be, when you finally fuck the way you want to fuck, and then that shit gets <laughs> that shit gets ripped away from you. Mm. You will act up. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you will act up, and I feel like sex th- is a drug too, man. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like for myself, and I, I don't know, probably a lot of queer women, when you finally are actually having sex with women, <laughs> and it and it's a good experience. It's it's. God, just what a blessing. And that is not, <laughs> that is not a word I, you know, ever want to use. Um, but what, how else could I describe being queer and being able to have queer sex? I think that that's fucking amazing. And mm-hmm. listen, you know, I love, I love that you're coming to the table loving this movie, like unabashedly, because <laughs> like two things were crossing my mind as I was watching it. One that I, was that I, I was like, oh, I admire how the film captures the tedium of the life of the vampire. True. And that it I was really just does. like, oh, yeah, okay, what? And then it's like, I would literally like almost start to like drift away and then be like, Oh wait, okay. All right. And then the other thing was, was that I love that you enjoyed the representations of lesbian sex, because to me, I was like, Countess Nadine looks like she's, she moves so slowly. I was like, I yeah. was like, is she buffering yeah, the like, whole true. time? She's just constant. Yeah. Like this is slow-mo. Like. Slow-mo at all times. And yeah. she loved doing sort of like the Hedwig, like car wash move where like, mm. whether it was her stage show or whatever, she mm. would just like stand over me I'm and I'm going dying. to scoot 
No, myself. that was the fucking Under- weirdest shit I've ever seen. Like, the under the undercarriage shot. <laughs> you know what? I know how silly all that is. I know. I it's know. Like as fuck. I know. However, I yeah. was still thinking when she was doing that <laughs> under the carriage car wash move. <laughs> I was like, "What a lovely view!" I, you know, <laughs> like honestly, you know what? wouldn't have thought to do that, um, Jess. But thanks for <laughs> thanks for, for the tip. idea. Listen, Nadine is Yo. easy on the eyes. She sure is. Oh yeah. I mean, sure. she is. And did you guys know that she died? Yeah. Right after in a car wreck. Ugh, oh no shit! So yeah, was she like, was like yeah. one of his go-to like actresses too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she broke and then she fucking oh, that's died horrible. tragically. Yeah, it's so fucked up. That's horrible. Yeah. Linda was really pretty too. Mm-hmm. Although she was bruised from head to toe. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that Jess Franco knew that HD was on the way. <laughs> Sometimes, and like there was like, like I want to get her out of her oh home. God, when Nadine finally seduces her in that in that room, and she takes off her top, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's a really nasty sunburn." Oh my god, same. Yeah, I was, I was like, like the one. bottom of her feet are burnt. I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> stop giving us that angle." Oh my god, yeah. give her some aloe. I did love, 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 love. That she goes there and has like a little tiny bag, right? And is like that's the only thing she brings. To Turkey with my luggage, which is like a makeup case. Yeah, she's like, I ain't wearing no clothes. That's true. She wears the same dress the whole time. But I love that. Like the first thing she does, because you know, I imagine this always would be my first experience when like buying a house or like going to get papers from a realtor that you go skinny dipping together. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, (laughs) I loved it. No, it's like wait a minute. You know, but you've had a long trip. <laughs> do you want to just what take do it you all think? <laughs> what do you think? What would you say if I told you we could fucking take our clothes off? And Step go, in the ocean. I don't have any towels. No, no so towels. to dry off on the sand. <laughs> I want you to lie down <laughs> on the sand. Like, and the pancake flip over. yourself. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Straight exactly. up pancake. Exactly. Pancake. <laughs> I, you know, when I was watching that. Oh, my God. I was thinking, I was like, am I, am I the only, I just was so uncomfortable thinking about the sand mm-hmm. and how much I love the beach, but still have a war with the sand. Yeah. And <laughs> you, could think, you, you could think you cleaned yourself free of sand. Oh, your asshole is going to tell you different. Listen, Some, yeah. Okay. Something's falling out. Listen, so listen, when Linda was like in that standing <laughs> position and I was mm-hmm. literally like, there's a lot of sand's going to yeah. come out. It's going to sound like, like somebody spilled castle. a, it's going to spill a bag of kitty litter on the floor. Like a, <laughs> It's just gonna be loud. Yeah, like a thud. Uh huh. You ever taken a shower after the beach? Thud, thud, thud. Yeah. That sand is dropping. <laughs> I'm like, is this just me? Is it because I have like so much ass? I'm like, why is there so much sand? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> but seriously, oh, Nadine was like, tits down in that sand. Yeah. yeah. She was just. She can do whatever she wants. Yeah, I mean, she, she made it look good, even when she had, like, sand all over her face and, like, Countess, her hair and her listen, eyes. I was listen. like, she still looks good. I have to say that Countess Nadine is Countess Nadine. a feminist hero because <laughs> if you can get Count Dracula to leave you okay. everything, thank right? you. Yeah. <laughs> The Dracula. Linda, first of all, Linda was like, "Who's Count Dracula?" Right. And I was he, like, "And I was like, what, you, what, you, what universe does this movie take place in?" <laughs> anyway, he left you everything. It's pretty wild. <laughs> like, For real. But that's 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 a boss bitch move. Like oh, to be yeah. like, "Oh, Count Dracula." Mm, yeah, you I knew the, him. The Count my Dracula. Ex. Yeah, yeah. The Dracula of Hungary. <laughs> <laughs> like, left this to me. The movie was gorgeous. 
It was gorgeous. Beautiful. It reminded me of, it made me want to watch Anna Biller movies. Mm. Have you guys seen The Love Witch? Mm -mm. Oh, we need to do The Love Witch. What year was that? What year was that? Um, It was uh, 2016. Yeah. Oh, really? Um, That recent? Anna Biller, she did a movie called Viva and she Uh did The Love Witch. And um, it just, you can check out her, just trailers on YouTube. Okay. You can rent, I believe you can rent both of those on iTunes. And The Love Witch actually, I think, might even be on Netflix. But she does these sort of. You're right. But letter perfect recreations of sixties, early seventies oh, kitsch. Cool. That like it, it was it oh was Oh my god, that room with the hanging tassels. Oh the red. Oh my god. The red and that I movie. like for the love of Suspiria. <laughs> I True. The tassels room, I was like, uh-huh. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I like immediately thought of the tassel room when you said sixties and seventies kitsch. Ugh, I loved that room. So are a lot of her movies set in that time, she, or she just goes for that facade? She has just a, a hand. Yeah, no, there. Well, interestingly enough, the Love Witch is not technically set. Period, and yet every single aspect from the telling to the music to the styling. I mean, it's just she's Very an auteur. She's just uh, she's this That's great. She's an auteur, and if guys listening, Nate, if, come over and watch that with me, folks. Yeah, if you yeah. haven't seen Annabella movies, you need to. They are truly. Mind-boggling. We should. Someone needs to find a place where Mark can program. True. Like at a theater. Mm-hmm. I'm serious. Get on it's, it. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. They need to give you a month at the new Bev. Bomb. <laughs> just kidding. You heard it. I just call there and I'm like, and can you? Yeah. And the new Bev needs to give me a seat that fits my body. Okay. The new Bev. We're, we're talking about it. That place. Um. Love the new Bev, but yeah. Their just, lineup only for Catch a Ribbon. That was that was it was it was worth it was worth the Cat Shea Rubin for sure. Cat Shea has triple. a movie out in theaters uh, like right now, doesn't she? Yeah, Nancy Drew in the Hidden Staircase. Oh That's God, right. Nancy Drew's making a comeback. Ugh, I used to read so much Nancy Drew. And There's a Nancy Drew series being shot right now. A pilot being shot right now. Mm-hmm. My interest in this extends as far as Cat Shea is involved. Oh. I hear that. I wish she would come. Talk well, the Nancy to us Drew pilot got picked up instead of mine. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, uh, you know, g- sorry, please. No, 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 no. Where were you going with that? Well, I was uh, sort of just wondering. <laughs> I f- <laughs> because I I feel like one of the the like the nicest thing I can say about Vampires Lesbos is that it was for you as a queer woman an experience a positive experience, and that you were like, I don't care how fucking male gaze ridiculous this is, I am going to just take this at its face and i was like oh that's really nice because as a gay man i was like this is the most is it boring yeah like <laughs> snooze fest it makes lesbian sex look like i mean like they're narcoleptics like, yeah like and, amb- like they're on ambient or like something yeah. literally on ambient yeah but you but i love that you loved it and i and you know well i actually just wrote down so that i wouldn't forget Earlier, you had mentioned something about just like the rep- the how it represents mm-hmm. like sex with queer women, and I'm like, oh, I don't know if that was necessarily realistic. It's realistic for someone, probably, right. um, but like that wasn't. I definitely, it's yeah, I wasn't watching it thinking like, oh wow, like that is so on point and interesting, <laughs> and definitely Franco's male gaze, his gaze of anything is just like, I will probably never understand it, but. Because of the way it somehow highlights, well, for me, again, like what kept coming up was just, I don't know, 
Linda had been distraught. Like she was having dreams about Nadine. Mm-hmm. She was bored she's talk- with She was boyfriend. so bored mm-hmm. with her man. Oh my God. The, the therapist was literally like, Go I mean, I don't know her. what you tell you. Get, like, fuck someone else. Okay, yeah. what would you do if your therapist <laughs> you need to get a better share got up and just started looming his, over you and put down his like, pad of drawings. Yeah. And it was like, you need to get <laughs> dicked down. Like, yeah, just, no. yeah. Oh my God. His pad of drawings. <laughs> Doodling as she, I she paused it to be like, what is this? That's drawing what I was like, of? is he drawing what she's talking about? But then I know, oh but it was God. like stick figure no. people. No. My favorite thing is that she's telling this whole dream, but she's talking about these dreams and these feelings she has and how like this dream actually makes me come. And he's, his first words are like, you know, you're not really interesting. You're not unique. Yeah. You're not a <laughs> special person. Yeah. He's like, this is pretty run of the mill kind of shit. Every woman sexually frustrated <laughs> or something is what he said. Yeah. Like, well, I, I wrote down. Well, the translation of what she's the the caption said. Um, <laughs> the strange thing is that the dream arouses me, and I was like, oh, that's so interesting that you you find that strange when. And I think for a lot of people who haven't come to terms with their queerness, I can remember specific incidents of incidents of mm. being like, oh, that's kind of weird that I liked that. Or yeah, I yeah, about yeah. That, or I followed up on that. And I don't know. I just thought it was cute. She's like, the strange thing is it aroused me. And I'm like, girl. Yeah, I know exactly. What I mean, I remember strange. being a teenager and watching Goonies and being like, <laughs> Josh Brolin is doing something to me. Why? That's weird. Stop. Yeah. How strange. Yeah. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Stop. What? Wrote, don't start. I wrote down a few other quotes <laughs> oh. from the movie that I really love. Talk about the Goonies. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Moving on. No, nope. um, not going to do it. <laughs> can't make me. Oh, God, I wrote down, listen, Linda. That's not a quote from that movie. <laughs> um, men still disgust me. I hate them all. I was like, that's great. Mm-hmm. Love that. That's moving. Okay. Um, she was inside me, and now she's gone. Nobody can save me. I'm like, damn, you're fiending for real. Nadine. Fiending for real. <laughs> You've been Nadine. Who said that? Was it Agra or was Agra. it Agra? Oh, Courtney yeah. Love. Yeah, she looked like Courtney yeah. Love. Oh, with sometimes. her <laughs> the clown dild. Yeah. Just, oh, yo. Oh, what girl. was up with the clown yo, dildo? I, I mean, know. anything's a dildo, dildo if you try. Yeah. Nightmares. Dildo nightmares. Dildo by nightmares. The way, <laughs> by the way, From I just the one want thing everyone listening to know that I was in the middle of eating something and they, before we recorded, I'm in the middle of eating a snack and they is like, hey, did y'all see what's on Dildo Nightmares today? And I shit you guys not. It looked like someone had stuffed a Whopper Jr. into a fleshlight. It was Whopper Jr. the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. Please carry on. Yeah, I was su- that was so rude of me. It you were was, like mid-chew. I went, no, actually, it's rude, but I salute you. Oh, I was like, oh, that's... <laughs> I was like, can't well past the fact that you said Whopper Jr. <laughs> You're for real. A whopper and a full whopper wouldn't have fit. <laughs> I have a no onion. This reminds me of a story that has nothing to do with anything. The whopper junior and the just, flashlight. It's very. It really does. Huh. Uh, someone who, who I knew in high school who will McDonald's remain sells one with a Big Mac. Um, filled a bag with warm ramen and cut a hole in it and had sex with it. Oh wow! I have to go now. <laughs> oh my god! I used to be obsessed with people's stories about different things that they fucked or like got fucked with when I was young like if huh. someone being like oh my god like my mom caught me trying to use a hot dog or like a cucumber I'm not wow. saying that was me I'm saying me listening to the story yeah the stories are fascinating uh, yeah. yeah I know a kid in high school like, that you used did to what? dick his dick in between the couch cushions I hear that's a popular one 
feel like you'd get dick burn. I don't oh, understand so, how people don't get dick burn. From yeah, that. I'm certain they did. But you just yeah, know you're like, young. You're worth back. it. This is like the <laughs> well, when I was young and in that janky mental hospital in Turkey, I used a clown dildo like a normal person. <laughs> Hello. I thought it, it looked like the Pope to me. Agra's dildo? Oh. Yeah. It was, didn't have like kind wow. of a pointy hat. Boy, talk about cognitive dissonance. <laughs> I definitely Hi, thought um, I was a clown, right? <laughs> Hi, pleasure chest. Yeah. Do you guys have that Pope dildo? <laughs> Uh, Pope Francis, not Benedict. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> but I'm not, a, I'm not a crazy person. Yeah, come on. I am a... <laughs> Please, I'm a lady. I'm a respectable <laughs> human. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the pleasure chest. Doing good work out here. God's work. And I guess it's not just in LA. New York, too. I'm but, all about yeah. sex aids. <laughs> yeah. Sexual aids for... Sexual activity. Yeah, we yeah. understood. Yeah. What you no, we, that's not why we paused, Michael. <laughs> like, we get what you mean. <laughs> we were being polite. <laughs> oh my! We clearly have a lot to say about this movie. Well, you know, listen. <laughs> when you're under Dracula Lohan's spell, <laughs> you know. And, okay, what I don't understand is. Uh, it was interesting the ways that uh, Vampiros Lospos uh, chose to either consciously or unconsciously play with vampire lore. For example, mm. um, Dracula Lohan stares in a mirror right mm-hmm. at the top of the show, mm-hmm. and she's just like, I've got panties, and I'm <laughs> going to give them to gonna, the woman over there. going to give them to the lady <laughs> with the candelabra. <laughs> oh, my God. I was thinking, I'm like, you're lucky that that person can fit in your clothing. I, yeah, I'm I like mean, that. Yeah. I'm like, that's cute. <laughs> next scene, she's sitting out on a deck sun, sun tanning. Uh-huh. The next scene we see her in, she's out in the sun. But she's also like, she gets real tired. Like, I've never seen vampire stories where it's like, I'm dying because I haven't mm, fed. fed. In and I'm like, I thought they just get like wackier and crazier when they haven't fed. And they're just like more activated. I think she was fiending too, a little bit. I guess so. Yeah. She like needed to be needed and wanted I mean, if you're putting that, putting out what Nadine's putting out, you're tired, probably. Listen, I'm not going to lie. You know, like, you know, if if we're going to talk about, you know, like, who's the lesbian vampire that you want to take to bed? Like, for me, it's always going to be Miriam Blaylock. It's just now and forever. I'm never going to be able to let her go. But Nadine, (laughs) I just love that Countess Nadine is just like the most random name for a vampire. (laughs) Like... (laughs) Scene one. Let's see. What do we call her? I know. Countess Nadine. <laughs> like, I just love that. It's just Got like, it. Yeah. I love it so much. And then Agra. Agra. I'd want Aggravated. Agra. Uh-huh. Okay. Agra. Aggravated. What a beautiful name. <laughs> Agra. <laughs> Courtney. Hi, what's your name? Agra. Agra. <laughs> Nay. Nay, you look like you're. Oh, my God. What? No. No, I was th- I was thinking the kind of this these like two things that are happening at the same time where these women are like obsessed with Nadine and then mm-hmm. um you know Mamet is obsessed with Linda and yep. like wants her but then wants to kill her and Which how I she didn't like get there, but didn't she get it. <laughs> she flirts with him to get away so you know so she can like kill him with the saw or whatever 
Wait, she, that is who she kills with. Yeah. She yeah. kind of bunks him <clears throat> yeah. with yeah. a hacksaw. Yeah. yeah. Which, like, if she did that and she killed him, I'm like, I'm Linda. Like, good on you. you. That placement must have been. Linda's yeah. Person, I was going to say. Yeah. Linda's been that, hitting the gym. Yeah. Right. That's like, that's, wow. She right. cut through a very tender piece of him. <laughs> right. <laughs> it is interesting how violence at the hands of a male in Vampiros Lesbos is presented as, like, sort of grotty and dark and black. And but violence mm. at the hands of Nadine. It's like a party. Essential. The thing, I'm like, how did Franco know that men are disgusting and women aren't? Like, how did he? I guess like, because just Franco was like, <laughs> I want to make a movie called He had an ounce of self awareness. Yeah. <laughs> so what was? Someone explain it to me, please. What was he trying to do with Linda and the woman he had tied up before? I didn't understand. He just was he just a killer? He's just yeah, he's just a torture. So it really, kind of had nothing killer. to do with the rest of the story. He just nope. happened to be no. killer, bell a boy. wandering killer bellboy. Killer bellboy. Mm-hmm. The the casting was also confusing <laughs> a little too because Agra looked like Linda, and then the first girl yes. he had tied up, I thought was Nadine. Yeah, I know. And no. so I was like, okay, this makes sense, but you already know. I was like, uh, at different points in the movie, was like, that's the same person. Oh no, they're different people. Yeah. Oh, wait, it's the same person. I thought <laughs> I was doing that thing where I mix white women up, and I was like, oh no, like I really this whole time, <laughs> I was like, when did Linda go to the asylum? Like, when did she get a haircut? Right. <laughs> And I was like, is that supposed to be Jess Franco's? <laughs> Which white woman is this? <laughs> <laughs> I got you, boo. I was like that too. I know. I definitely <laughs> was like, I definitely had my white women confused. Well, and then there was a part of me that was like, well, this is a cheap movie. Maybe it is the same person playing another character. Right. Like, sounds like something he would do. Yeah. yeah. I love movies of this period where like hammer movies or like whatever, where the blood always looks like chunky ragu. Yeah. Or like plastic. Why so phlegmy? Plastic. You know, kind of remind me of cum though. Like when she first bit the neck, not. It was like all ropey and shit. Yeah. And I was like, is this. Oh, <laughs> nasty. I was like, okay. Yeah. Do you I shoot like, ropes? Oh my God. Michael. Get tied up. Bra- oh my God. What'd she say? Producer she Brandon felt- is fanning himself. <laughs> she said, she felt happiness in my arms through my torture. Ooh. Oh. Gimme. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is how you throw a party in <laughs> Istanbul. <laughs> there, um, uh. I think I had texted you this or said something to you about this. I kept – it felt like very – like a, to me, it was weirdly felt like a companion piece for Let's Scare Jessica to Death and just the way it was shot and filmed and acted and – all that kind of stuff in it. I think it is kind of goes along with what you were saying about the seven, the period mm. and like doing movies kind of on the cheap. Mm. Um, and there's something kind of charming about that. Oh, mm-hmm. very much. You know, so. mm-hmm. like th- if that movie was made in the eighties in the same way, it wouldn't have the same, <clears throat> like you wouldn't, it wouldn't feel the same. And I don't yeah. know if it's cause the locations were so gorgeous. That because that soundtrack would not mm. have been as funky, yeah, in the in the eighties. And what was that guy doing in the opening song, Mark? Okay, so there's like this like Wurlitzer kind of <laughs> like it just and and every now and then there's like an almost like Buffalo Bill esque kind <laughs> of like man in the background going oh <laughs> like just, <laughs> it's, it's so. And at first, the first time I heard it, I was like, yeah. what was? What was whatever? Uh, and it doesn't matter. And then I just kept. I was, no, I heard it again. I, what is? 
Who's the man? Yeah, it sounds like someone had like a police Who's? scanner like on the side. Yeah, that was like there cutting was also into that. that. Yeah. <laughs> I did love all these random cutaways. Like yes. the first shot of the movie is like, look, a boat. Just kidding. <laughs> Just, yeah, like here's a ship. <laughs> so We're in a club. Shots. Yeah. We're like, in a club. And like, and then it's like, look, lesbian sex. Look, a doggy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look, a scorpion. The scorpion yeah. in the pool. Did the scorpion like, represent the anything? Scorpion. Yes. Well, I feel well, like. Predator. And it dies when she does. Yeah. Predatory she, everyone kept like, staring at that scorpion. You know how lesbians love lesbians. astrology. I just felt like ah, there are lesbians layers. watching this. Like, yes. They're just silently Maybe it's a Scorpio nod. for real. Right. They're just silently nodding going like, I knew it. This, yeah. movie, <laughs> this movie gets it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I hated? It's like, I don't, I, I am assuming Franco didn't mean for like me, someone like me to walk away from this movie and being like, oh, wow, yes, like, women are amazing and women on women forever. <laughs> I, I doubt that, right? But, like, for me, that is what happened. But then I think about how Nadine, she was raped, right? And then and then started, like, her, her, her life with women. And not that that's not anyone's story. Of course, that could be someone's story for sure. Um, but I'm like, okay, I didn't necessarily appreciate the narrative of, like, I'm just, men are so scary and that's why I like women. Right. Although I'm totally fine with that. <laughs> but like. No, know. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a question. Yeah. So I was reading a review of this movie mm-hmm. and in the review, they said Linda could be described as a Van Helsing making moral choices despite her attraction to Nadine. What do you guys think? In ways, yeah. I don't feel like she was necessarily hunting her for, like, the hunt. She was hunting her because she wanted to get down. Yeah. I mean, most of the time, Linda just, whenever she was in a scene, I got the impression that she wasn't even sure how she got there. Yeah. She just was sort of Like, for example, like, Linda had, like, kind of a goldfish thing going on. Where she's in her hotel and she's just like, I'm going to wander around in this teddy and see what I find. Right. And she goes down to the, the mm, cellar. The jump she sees a woman yeah. tortured and she's like, oh my God. And she runs away <laughs> and then, and like, then never... cut to, well, time to get on a boat and go see Countess Nadine. And yeah. I was just like, what? Hey, <laughs> like, yeah. What happened? Linda, back Listen. I, now, again. Listen, Linda. <laughs> Listen, Linda. Look, now again. Uh, again, like Vampiros Lesbos is almost like critic proof because in a sense, the thing that makes it totally inept in terms of storytelling is also its greatest virtue. Like that kind of dream logic, which is to say no logic is right. Is why like, I'm just like Vampiros Lesbos is kind of a blast. Yeah. I mean, like as soon as I read that, I was kind of like, okay. Yeah. I'll go with that. That and also, but yeah. I remember that specific cut that I was just talking about. That's when I was like, I stopped being annoyed at the movie and started being like, all right, fine. <laughs> well, then even sure. I think even later on, once or twice, she's like, I don't know what happened. I well, can yeah. only remember uh, specific right. things. What's her or... man's name? He keeps telling her like it was a dream. What was his name? Oh, what was They're like constantly. Was there was... Elmer? No. No. Well, there was so Morpho. Mo- Mofo. 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 <laughs> no, it was Omar. It was Omar. It was Omar. Her, boyfriend's, yeah. her boyfriend's name was Omar. Yeah, he's like gaslighting the shit out of her. Mm-hmm. Oh, at the end, he's and like, no, that never right. happened. Right. Yeah. It's like, excuse me. And giving her bad she know, Like, she knows it was real. She stuck a hairpin through Nadine's face. 
Which is kind of rough. Yo. That was a lie. He was like, you've just split the skull open. Or right. <laughs> I, I did love the shot of the eye, though. Like, yeah. Even though it was like totally fake. <laughs> I call this one cool. the lesbian breakup. <laughs> <laughs> lesbian bed death. For real. Yeah. <laughs> And all these stupid ass doctors running around. Oh like, my god! He was like, "You're a lesbian vampire who hates men." Please <laughs> me. Yeah. me. I was just like, "This." Well, and like, you're a terrible doctor. And I love that. Like, <laughs> eighty minutes into the ninety minute movie, we find out that he's researching vampires. <laughs> this could have been useful, right. like on the fifteen minute. Oh part. my god! Anytime it was only men on screen talking, I was like, okay. When they were all gas, like he was gaslighting Agra the whole time. I mean, was she a patient or a prisoner? I, I couldn't tell the difference, and that's why, like, sure. I at least was giving him the benefit of the doubt in a bit that, like, it was like a mental hospital, and he was like in charge of her. But when you find out that he was really researching vampires, he, she was kidnapped. For Agra. Damn. I know. Justice for Agra. Justice for Agra. Thank God she had the clown and get her, yeah, get, clown See if she wants a different dildo. <laughs> right? I'll be like, if that's that your one. thing, that's fine. Yeah. But, right, do you, are you able to boil this right. clown? Right, you got any wipes that she can? Are you able to boil this <laughs> You know, because it's like all of the rest of us, you Is know, we're throwing these. dishwasher <laughs> You know, exactly. Oh my God, we're throwing all the dicks in a city? pot on the stove. Did you ever see the broad city where... What's the, that's, what's not Alana? Abby. Abby is, starts dating a guy that likes to be pegged. Yes. And she puts his peg in the dishwasher. Yep. And it like melts. Yep. He Some of them are dishwasher so safe though. Oh, right. Cause that shit's expensive. Such a great episode. But yeah, clean this clown dildo. Right. Can I clean this? Cause didn't we talk about BV a few episodes ago? <laughs> talk about plastic uh, yeast infection. Yeah. Okay. Oh, another highbrow, another highbrow I mean, hour with the attack yeah, of the queer Plastic game. for her, sand for the other two. Yeah. Honestly, this movie, Oof. I just hope everyone's pH balance was on point. I mean, I just felt like, I mean, leaving the beach, like walking away, you could hear like, <laughs> 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 Yeah. It's three weeks like, later, there's Oh, glass. it's so beautiful here. Ow, 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 ow. <laughs> Real. Like, I'm sore, and I don't like it for once. Um, <laughs> does it get a pride, a, a pride float? Does it get a pride float? I mean, I, I, I kind of just feel that the, the, the nightclub floor show should just be its own Oh, yeah. Float. I hear that. Just, like... Candelabras everywhere. Yeah. yeah. I mean... And everyone's just exchanging panties. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, actually, we do have a, a bit of a special surprise for our listeners. So before we start it, maybe we should talk about our, our social media handles and sign off. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, before that beautiful moment, um, Nay did ask me to collect some clips of just moans from the movie. Oh, and I'd like to play me. like 10 seconds of that. I had yeah. to boost the audio a lot because moans are quiet and they're just very like, eh. but here, here's a bit of that. Oh no! Oh my god! Oh, the return! Uh, the return of um, reggae of Marie. I mean, I would, they could play that. I would say that the there's definitely a party 
named after the soundtrack for this movie, which right. is Vampiros Lesbos' Sexadelic Dance Party. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I've got to have a party in its honor. Yeah. yeah. Michael, don't you remember we talked about sort of for our <laughs> listeners recreating that Soledad Miranda scene for our yeah. listeners as, <laughs> at the end of the show? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm Mark, and you can find me on Instagram <laughs> at Senior Dean. I'm Nay. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Black Cupcake. I'm Michael. You can find me on Twitter at Michael Ken Ken. Um, you can find the show on Twitter and Instagram at Queer Wolf Pod, and you can find me on Twitter at It's Raining Brens. All right, Brendan. Thank you for the music. Oh, uh, uh, gotta go. Hold, Nay, will you hold this candelabra? Yes. You're moving too fast. Mm. Sorry, I got to put my bra on, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Come here. Mm, my panties itch. <laughs> give them to me. I'm gonna take them off. I'm gonna give you my leggings. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, the scarf just keeps flapping around. Okay, you know how they get, like, the hair in the face constantly? Yes, constantly. Yeah. Constantly. And the woman's holding a candelabra the whole time? That shit's heavy. And yeah. dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the cross between, like, sexy times, but, like, a 70s game show, like the match game. <laughs> yeah. It's too bad we're not a video podcast, because then people could see that we did this whole episode yeah. naked <laughs> in honor of Vampiro's Lesbos. They know. And I have <laughs> I have the panties that tie on the oh, side. Yeah, right. Side tied panties. Oh, yeah. He's like, you thought ahead, and I am impressed. Right. Okay. Nadine with the side tie. God. Uh, all right. So Love y'all. Bye. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.